But then afterwards, he proposed that we make out on the train. And I was just not here for that in that hospital lighting with this person who has just been bullying me all evening. Please do not talk about your ex. People don't want to know that. You know, that's for your friends and your therapist. It's not for someone you're dating. Come on. On FBI 94.5, you're listening to Up For It. My name is Malika Gazula. I'm joined by Tanya Coons, who is a sex therapist, sexologist, pleasure activist, uh, dating specialist, aficionado, just knows everything about sex and dating. And she's going to be on Up For It um, for the foreseeable future every fortnight. So good to have you on the show this morning, Tanya. Hey, thanks, Malika. Yes, it's all about sex. Let's talk about sex. And today we are talking about a very light and bright topic that I think many of us can engage with. Mm. What makes a good versus a bad date? Aha. So it's an extremely personal thing, isn't it? I think from where I'm sitting, a good date is something that you enjoyed that you found pleasurable, maybe you discovered you had a vibe with someone or maybe you discovered something you liked doing, right? And I think contentiously, you can also have a good date with somebody that you don't want to see again, yeah? You can have a nice time, share an experience, maybe have a nice meal, go to an an event, do something sweet, Uh, but also know this is not somebody that I want to follow up with. Nice for now, but that's it. So a date doesn't have to be horrendous for you to know this isn't something I want to take forward. Yeah, I think I think sometimes, yeah, we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves to just like go on this first date that is going to be amazing. Yeah. And then if you don't like them for, straight off the bat and you don't see a future, then suddenly the whole date has been soured. Yeah. It doesn't have that? to be like that. No, I think when people break up relationships, they do the same thing. This is the worst thing I ever did. I'm like, well, not really. You've just come to a decision that it's time to end this or not go forward. And I mean, when you think about bad dates... We've all had those, haven't we, Malika? What yes. bad dates have you had? <laughs> oh, well, I I have definitely had a few bad dates. Um, I think the most recent one, I'm going to try and be as cryptic as possible, um, was this guy who just, for some reason, his way of flirting was to keep nagging me, like oh, teasing no. me and like saying that I have all these red flags and like, and throughout the whole date, I thought that, oh my God, he's really <laughs> not having a good time. Oh. But then afterwards he proposed that we make out on the train. And I was, I was just not here for that in that hospital lighting with this person who has just been bullying me all evening. Yeah. And yeah, I thought that was, that was really, it sort of was a bit of a curveball because I was like, surely you've had an awful time because you've had all of these sort of mean little jabs to have at me. But yeah, I guess some people flirt like that. I don't know. It kind of puts you off your game. Yeah. I had somebody once meet me and they were sitting where we were meeting in the bar, but they told me they're in the street looking for me. So they watched me walk up and down the street looking for them when they knew full well that they were exactly where we needed to meet. Mm. And it really threw me off for the rest of the day. I was like, why did you do that? That was completely rude. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, what you do sort of always need to have that that moment or that meeting place of where you're going to, to see each other for the first time. Yeah. Oh, well, this is actually my uh, sort of tunnel vision, always thinking that dates happen from 
dating apps, but people yeah. also do date in real life, <laughs> apparently. Well, it's kind of being pushed onto dating apps these days. It's such a shame because there's a lot of uh, not okayness about bowling up to people now in, in places and asking them out because people can be like, that's intimidation. I don't feel good about that. So everything's kind of being pushed onto these 2D dating apps. And then they've become so ubiquitous. It's like people flicking through a magazine rather than actually I'm here because I want to meet somebody and, you know, have some dates. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, going back to this meeting place element yeah. of the date, Yeah, what is what do you think are some of the like, I don't know, crowd pleaser locations for a good date? Uh, good date. I think something that's not a big time commitment. You know, so the, you know, you, if you don't know how the date's going to turn out, so a coffee or a drink, something where people are moving around and you can move around, uh, setting yourself up for maybe a three-course meal with someone you don't know could be potentially dangerous. True. Yeah. A lot of people like to go for a walk in the park or do something out in nature. Uh, yeah. I just think think twice. If, you, if it's a follow-up date, you can have some more relaxed options in mind and maybe some special things. But also think about your date. Like what's their budget? What are they into? Um, maybe you're like a super foodie and you're going to get off on the artistry of the latest chef in the scene. And they might be horrified at spending that much cash on a meal. True. They might really like to spend big bucks on going to see a musical and you might be horrified at the cost of that, right? So have a think about that and see if you can make it collaborative. I always suggest to people, have a little list of places that you'd like to go or check out in your phone, you know, and it makes it quick and easy to negotiate then. Yeah. My strategy for negotiation, which I am sort of proud of, is that I will usually ask them, okay, you tell me the vibe of what you want to do and I'll pick the place. Perfect. Or vice versa. Yeah. And, or I will be like suggesting maybe three or four places and I'll let them make the final choice. Yeah, exactly. So you're co-creating something. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's heaps better. It's really an awkward and annoying if someone says, do you want to go on a date? And, and the other person's like, yeah. And it's like, what do you want to do? And they're like, no. Oh. I don't mind. It's so insipid and it does it puts all the onus on one person. Yeah, I actually feel like I saw this study like recently about how people are actually more inclined towards others who make decisions or will say the things that they want as opposed to people who want to sort of be like, oh, no, I'll leave it, I'll leave it to you. Yeah, it's confidence. Mm. People are really attracted to confidence. It's a very, very sexy thing. Yeah, it's more important than looks, I think. Oh, my God, absolutely. Because what even, yeah. I mean, we could talk about that for ages, <laughs> but, like, what even are, like, good looks? I feel like it's a completely arbitrary concept. Fantastic. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And people, it's people's energy that we're drawn to, generally. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I bet you, of all people, would have some fantastic tips for date preparation. Um. Well, uh I don't know that I'd like to actually. It's, it, I think it can be nerve wracking because you're excited to meet somebody. So my suggestion is just make an effort, you know, L let it, it, when you make an effort, it conveys to the person that you're meeting that they're worth the effort. So you dress to the occasion, you know, there's no need to wear a party dress or a suit for a coffee date. Um, but turning up with very few expectations to a nice, safe environment and showing up with a view to having a nice experience with a new human that's probably the best preparation that you can do. And maybe in the back of your mind, having a potential escape plan just in case. Oh, so true. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say, yeah, sort of pre preparing your presentation and your appearance um, to, you know, sort of be at, at a decent, decent good standard. I always try and like, 
I don't know, make sure that it's still casual enough that I don't seem like I'm insane or something. It's like something I'll always be deliberating over before meeting someone is like, is it, does this look like I'm trying too hard or, you know, am I, am I not doing enough? Like, it can be hard to, to find that balance. It really can. I think sometimes I'm grateful. I warn people, I am a high fam and will be presenting as such when you meet me. So they know what to expect. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally. So, <laughs> yes, also pre-warning, if you, if you want to dress or be in a certain way, let people know. So they're, they're like, oh, okay, good. We've got one of those. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. And, you know, also having something after the date. So if you're going for a coffee, have, you're going to meet another friend. Or if you're going out for a drink, I'm meeting others later. So that you've got that out and have a short meeting, have it some time to think about. If you really like them, you're not going to miss out if you have to go and do something else. There's always another date. That's so true. I always, like, make the same mistake, which I'm actively trying to stop doing, <laughs> which is that I just get I get very excited about the dates. Yeah. And I'll end up having way too many drinks and I'll just get lit. <laughs> and then I've, I've suddenly spent, like, several hours with this person and I, I don't know, am unashamedly just being my lit self. Um, but I think you're right, and I think the key is to keep it short and sweet for short the first meeting. Let them keep the mystery, keep the mystery going. There's always time, so they can unwrap you slowly. Yes, the mystery. <laughs> I really struggle with that. I really struggle with that mystery <laughs> element. I just want to let everyone know everything. <laughs> um, and look, I think a lot of people really sort of struggle with, uh, and you know, this is really the bulk of it, but the conversational aspect of dating. Yeah. So you know, things like. What are the good topics that are going to work? How do you balance talking about yourself versus asking questions? How do you yeah. stay present? What sort of your general tips about right. that? So bring your curiosity with you. You know, you what do you want to learn about this new person? And how, how are you going to work? What do you need to know to know if you'd like to see them again? So I often ask people what they're passionate about. It's funny. It's very polarizing because half the people are like, yes, blah, 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 blah. Here's all the things. And other people are like, what do you mean, passionate? So it sorts the wheat from the chaff for me. Um, how do they spend their time? What are their friends like? Who are their favorite people? So bring your curiosity. Please do not talk about your ex. People don't want to know that. You know, that's for your friends and your therapist. It's not for someone you're dating. <laughs> true. Put that's your best true. foot forward and avoid running people down. I went on a date recently with a person, took a lot of time to tell me about all the folk in their world that they didn't talk to anymore. And I was like, why are we having this conversation? It's not sexy. It's not interesting. I don't know these people, but I'm worried that I'm going to be a person that you don't talk to in five minutes' time. So, yeah. So ask questions. You can always respond to what they're saying. If you want to avoid talking about yourself, be curious. Like, what about this? How's this? Ask questions. If they're giving you, yep, nah, mm, answers, uh, maybe that's like, are you, are you feeling okay? How do you think we're going here? Because when it's monosyllabic, they're either anxious or worried or it's not going well. So you can check in uh, and seek common ground. Try not to talk at people or over people. Yeah? So being curious is, I think, the best thing to do. And yeah, staying present, that's hard for some folks because some people have squirrel brains that dart all around the place and some people get very anxious. So keep yourself grounded. Take deep breaths often. Take a bathroom break if it's getting a bit overwhelming or you're starting to feel anxious. Go to the bathroom some long, slow breaths, you know, or touch a part of your body that's comforting, you know, maybe just run your hand along your thigh and let yourself know you're okay, we're okay, 
you know, everybody's nervous at these sorts of things and it's totally fine to be like that. So that's really some great sort of concrete strategies that you can use to calm yourself down and stay in the moment. I think you've given us so many great tips this morning, um, and especially if you're listening and maybe you've been a bit reluctant about going out into the dating scene and giving it a shot, hopefully Tanya has, um, I don't know, given you some tips to empower you and thrust you forward into... <laughs> Get out there. Have a go. Into the world of dating. I'm going to see you in two weeks' time for Yay. Let's Talk About Sex Again Fantastic. and then every two weeks on the show. And we're going to be continuing to explore various topics around sex and dating. It's so good to have you for our first run and I'll see you next time.